Hey, Fifth Line, this is Greg Murray, the voice of the Columbus Blue Jackets, and you're listening to the Artillery Podcast, the number one Blue Jackets podcast in the world. Or so they say. Here are your hosts, Jordan, Kyle, Warren, and Tyler. Who wrote this, by the way? What's up, little boomers? Oh, hello. Welcome into the podcast, episode 245. I'm Kyle. Kyle's here. Hey. Intern Brennan Rins here. Hello. Hello. Blah, 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 blah. I'm Jordan. Uh, Warren and, and uh, Kyle. Or not your, <laughs> Kyle's here. Tyler. 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 They're gone. I don't know where they're at. They're hanging out together in a trunk somewhere because they're dead. Maybe they're making their own podcast and they didn't tell us. Oh, man. Wouldn't be the first time that happened to me. <laughs> Son of a bitch. Those sons of bitches. <laughs> But, you know, maybe it'll be great, and we'll listen. Maybe we could be a guest mm. every now and again. Maybe. That'd be cool. Yeah. Probably not. I'll probably deny it. Yeah, me I too. have a 5000 like Chet Hanks. I have a $5,000 appearance fee. Uh, <laughs> that's it. Yeah, that's it. Mm. You're sur- sur- like lowballing yourself. Yeah, you, you really see, are. You see the Sir Yacht thing where he, like, tried to get Chet Hanks on his podcast, uh-uh. and Chet Hanks declined, and then Sir Yacht just, sh- just fucked with him the whole time, like, it was you gotta go. You gotta look it up. It Who was is funny. Chet Hanks? Uh, Tom, Tom Hanks. Hanks' son. Got it. Big like meathead looking. Yeah. Dude. Do you remember his like okay. uh, like slightly post COVID phase where he was pretending to be Jamaican for a while? I, I nope. Uh, Siri doesn't <laughs> remember that. Thank you, Siri. Oh my god. Uh, no, I do remember that. That was amazing. I also remember when Tom Hanks was like the first one to ever get COVID, and we all got scared. Oh yeah, I that's, that. I think that's when it hit everybody. That's, it is. He yeah. was in Australia, got COVID, and everybody's like, "Oh, we're all fucked." If Tom Hanks has COVID, <laughs> I <laughs> he was him and his wife. They had a quarantine. He started it. Yeah. Uh, Tom Hanks, best actor of all time. Uh, hot take. I don't think that's a hot take. We I we have discussed this to thoroughly at work and I we have come up with Tom Hanks as the best actor his, of all time. I would his, say lukewarm take. His acting is his, his acting portfolio is very broad, very good. I mean better he, than anybody else's. Uh, yeah, I mean he's hell even like Toy Story, Buzz Lightyear. I was about to say Woody I mean, might be on, his, Woody, my favorite That's role. the thing we didn't he played uh Woody, yeah, Woody right? Yeah. 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 It, uh, I, I know I just said Buzz Lightyear by accident, we, but it was Woody. We didn't even take voice no. acting. Wait a second. Yeah, it was Tom Hanks. I played Woody. Yeah. Yeah. But uh Tim who, Allen played Buzz Lightyear. That's who it was. Yeah. Tim uh-huh. Allen. Coke Lord yeah. Tim Allen. <laughs> uh no, but we didn't even take voice acting voice acting into consideration. That doesn't count. No, okay. It's only on like you live action, you're on screen acting. Oh, yeah. That's all that Toy Story doesn't count. What about Polar Express when he played like eight different roles? He technically played himself in that one, right? That was Tom Hanks no, as the conductor, he, right? He was the conductor. He was Santa Claus. He was the like really gruff elf. He was a little count. kid. He was anime, the hobo. He's a voice actor. Does it count? That should totally count he towards your five acting roles. portfolio. But re- that's my point. Regardless, if you take that out, he's still the best actor of all time. Uh, Ever. There's not a better one. I, I would yeah, argue Leonardo DiCaprio. I was going to say Leo, Leonardo he's DiCaprio. He's up there but doesn't he's have it. There. He's not there. He yeah. doesn't have the portfolio. I do like Denzel. I would say Denzel's Denzel's, up there. Denzel's got to be top five. I'd say He's, De Niro's up there. No, De Niro's done like De Niro's only done one type of movie. Yeah, like, that's, no, that's not true. What's the one with him and Zac Efron? Oh, uh, due date. Or bad, no, is it like the bad grandpa one? Yeah, no, it's not bad it's grandpa. Not bad, but yeah, yeah, he's like the he's like the off the wall grandpa. Yeah, yeah, not one type about. of movie. Yeah, but he sucked. That was that movie sucked. You, you know got to take it for what it is. You know who's like my favorite actor. 
But like he only does, I think, mainly TV shows. He's done a handful of movies. Donald Trump? No. <laughs> uh, but he plays the same. Fired. But he plays the same character in every single thing he does, whether it's a TV series oh, I or guess. a movie. I gotta guess. Jason Bateman. Yes. Yeah. <laughs> but he's so I love damn. Jason. He's so damn good in every single thing. He's really good at being but a sarcastic it's the same asshole. Character. Yes, it is. That's why he's not up there. Like the yeah. the range factors into this. Tom Hanks was played. From Saving Private Ryan to yeah. to Big, you know what I mean? Like, it's oh, I've heard Big is a good movie. Right? If you go through Tom Hanks' portfolio, you will agree with me. I promise. I promise. I'm gonna have to research this. You have to look yeah. into it. I am IMDb is your is your friend when it comes to that. And you also like when you see him like run into people on the streets and you see like TMZ footage, he just seems like a genuinely good ass dude. Unless you touch his wife. Yeah, I was about to say okay. there's that one clip where he well, free, which well, yeah, yeah totally, don't, totally don't, like, just reliable. But I'm yes. just saying there is that one clip of him. <laughs> I yeah. would have done the same thing. There was yeah, that absolutely. one. Don't I touch remember, my wife. And maybe it was like stage, and I don't, I don't know. But there was this one moment he was running through the park. Like I think I don't know what park it was, or he was just kind of walking by. And there was this couple taking their wedding photos, and he photobombed them. And but then, like afterwards, like he got in the pictures, and like it was, it was like the wedding was happening. Like a block I don't think away. that was Tom Hanks. That was totally. Tom I don't Hanks. think that is Tom Hanks. No. I know what you're talking about. I think that was Robert Downey Jr. No, there was a Tom Hanks. I think one. you're both wrong, but I don't know who else no, it would be. <laughs> Tom Hanks did it once. I guarantee it. I all right, I believe you. It. Best actor of all time, Tom Hanks. I put him in my top five. I would, to, I would have to do some more research. Yeah. Definitely some recency bias in there because I wasn't around for like early movies in the 40s, 50s, 60s, and 70s. Oh, no, right? it was Tom Hanks. Told you. Oh, shit. All right. Yeah. Well, here we go. Yeah. All right, who's the worst? Who's the best actress of all time? Uh, Meryl Streep is up there. Devil, for sure. Devil, Devil Wears Prada. The, that portfolio is good. Mamma uh, Mia. Devil Wears Prada. I don't care who you are. Great movie. Jennifer Aniston's up there, in my opinion. I think she's up there in terms of like television sitcom. I don't know about like... <laughs> so you're just talking about Friends? She was in a couple other things yeah. um she's done some like co- rom-coms i guess that doesn't really yeah. oh yeah what is it uh just go with it yeah yeah that's, a good, well, that's adam sandler right yeah that, yeah that's right adam sandler greatest actor of all time shut the fuck <laughs> i love adam sandler but no <laughs> yeah seth rogan best uh, actor of all of time. players that are of actors that play the same role adam sandler yes it's just yeah, he's just himself except guy. for uncut gems a good movie yeah. oh yeah that is a good one yeah um i don't i'm trying to think best of actress uh, actor i mean uh, meryl you can't argue with meryl Streep. no meryl Streep. Ooh, um, uh, there's some Dame Helen Mirren. Uh, sure. Who? You don't know who that is? <laughs> I probably would know if I saw her face. Uh, the most recent, I'm trying to think the most recent thing she's been in was, um, Jamie Lee Curtis. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. Maybe scream Queens, <laughs> but like Margot Robbie. Yeah, she's still too. She's just hot. Yeah, I know. We'll have to that see how the Barbie only. movie turns out. <laughs> oh, I can't wait. I went. We went and saw the Mario movie. Was it good? Uh, it was so good. I know it was. It was amazing. It's one of the. It's the highest grossing animated movie of all time already. Yeah, and it's only it's been, been out for two weeks. weeks. Yeah, Jesus, uh, highest grossing animated of all time. Or it's, it's only been maybe out for two it was weeks. the highest grossing in a week's time. I maybe think that's like what it was. was. Yeah. But still, like higher the Toy Story, like all those, you know yeah, what I mean? That's crazy. Inflation is crazy, so you gotta counter that, you know. Like <laughs> yeah, no. I fucking paid forty dollars for two tickets to a movie to go see Mario. That, that was I believe nuts. Didn't even buy snacks yet? No. The snacks themselves were forty bucks. We spent eight almost ninety hundred bucks to go to see a movie. For two of us, it was Mo- crazy. Movie theater is going to be obsolete in probably seven to ten years. We thought that after COVID, yeah, and they're, they're and roaring back. back. They're coming right I back, think baby. There's something about sitting in a theater that you can't beat. There is. It's a date night. You got it's. You go out. It's like yeah. restaurants will never go away because you got You go out and you get out of your house and you go do the stuff. You I get that, sit, but like just stream everything. Overpriced, just food. <laughs> 
drinks, oh, it's beverages, unbelievable. Yeah, it's nuts. Also, like my biggest pet peeve in life is somebody sitting next to me and crinkling a bag, and that's all you get at them. <laughs> yeah, movie. you gotta you gotta just phase uh, that I, out. You I, know I what I mean? I can't. I can't. We went to the. Uh, I'm e- a grumpy old man when I'm at a movie theater. We went old? to the. I am. Mm, yeah. I am the same way. I get really grumpy because <laughs> yeah. people. I can't imagine being a dad or a mom and a dad of parents and taking your three kids to go see a movie. Right? There's no. There's no fucking chance. There, it was a hundred no. bucks for both of us, and yeah. we didn't have to deal with anybody else. Yeah. Imagine spending two hundred bucks and having three little shits falling you around everywhere. <laughs> No that's chance. You, that's when you got to go to the Marcus Tuesday matinees for five dollars. Props, <laughs> props to the parents taking your kids to the movies right now. That's yeah. that's good for you. I love that, it. Uh, Marcus Crosswoods in Worthington. It's a good spot. Tuesdays, five dollar matinees. It's you and a bunch of boomers. Once I, I've heard a story of a rat there that was the size of a corgi. I believe it. Are you sure it wasn't <laughs> really? Are you sure it wasn't like Ratatouille escaping from the screen? It might or? have been. Yeah, Ratatouille. Yeah, yeah, it might have been. Could have been. I don't know. He wasn't that big in the movie though. Uh, yeah, you're right. Yeah, he fit under just, a chef's hat. Yeah, I know. We should do a movie podcast. I'm down. <laughs> just, just a one-off. I mean, there's yeah. only two games left, so we could. We have a whole summer to do <laughs> shit with, you know. We do. Should we just talk about hockey now? I guess. What, what do you want to talk about? What, I don't know. I, I mean, mean is we, there much to talk about? We have a there little, has been hockey. We do have a little bit of a show flow, but I guess let me do this first. Hey. All right, this is our segment transition, although that really wasn't even a segment. But anyway, was knock the board off the table. I, I did. I need a bigger table. <laughs> uh, all right, so since our last podcast, uh, we've had three games that have taken place. Did we do one last week? We did. Okay. That was our first one. And like, that was the first one that I was back in like almost a month. I was I, just, yeah, we did one the week yeah, before. Yeah, I took a little hiatus. Yeah, before the end back. of the season. Unbelievable. I was, I, you know, it just it's just the way the world works. It happens. I hear you. <laughs> it I hear happens. you. Uh, but since our last episode, the Jackets, they played three games. Uh, the first one being versus the New Jersey Devils. And it was a beautiful sight to see. They they lost 8-1. <laughs> uh, uh, I have to disagree with you. Because, okay. like, I'm here for the losing, right? Yeah, I'm here for the we losing. We need to lose, need to lose, all this shit. I understand. We get, the la- we get last place. Don't, don't go fully on your rant until... All right. too. <laughs> but like I want it to be competitive. Okay. Yeah, yeah. I, wa- yeah. I want them to not right, get yeah. blown out eight to one. You yeah. know, I still want to be I want us to score goals. Like we're gonna get to the New York game. Went to that. I don't even remember watching any of the game because it was garbage. Yeah, it I mean it I was bad. It was I so mean, bad. Uh, yeah. Jack Hughes, he, you know, got the uh number one star, two goals, which I think he broke the all time points for points record as a New Jersey double. Not that night, but here recently. Um with like 97 points. Did he really? Yeah. Huh. Good for him. Yeah. So good for him. Yes. Uh, Emerging superstar. A weird takeaway from the New Jersey game. I mean, our face-off percentage was like over 60%, which was a little bizarre. We've got good face-off. We've yeah. got Corrali and Boone who are really good on the face-off dot, and they're teaching the younger centers right now how to be good at face-offs. Yeah. And look, we even saw that with Line A, that game he played. He got 55% on the dot the second game he played center because they're, they've are they got good teachers. We have good face-off guys right now on we the do. team. We do. I mean, Boone, I mean... It's he's, about the best thing we have. Boone's been probably the most reliable face-off guy on the dot for our team for a handful of years, so there's no doubt about that. Corral has been right there as well, just like you said, so... Yeah, that was an interesting takeaway from the old, <laughs> I guess the only may, maybe positive from that. I think it's the only takeaway. Uh, New Jersey, I mean, the shots lopsided per usual. I mean, that's just how the season's gone this entire year. Uh, 36 to 17 on the shots on goal. Jersey led uh, that. Hutch and Gillies were the goaltenders for that, um, which, you know, that's kind of what I would expect with uh, playing New Jersey, losing 8-1, to one. but yeah. Well, <laughs> do you remember our uh, you remember our preseason predictions for Jersey? Uh 
how we all said <laughs> they were going to finish in the basement. <laughs> Man, <laughs> what happened to that one? Oh dear God! We should have done that today. Our our preseason. We'll do a full season recap next. How about maybe next, next week? week? We need yeah, to do yeah. one next week. We will. Yeah. We're going to hit on our predictions because they are so bad. Uh, a few of them. A couple of us had some good ones. You, yeah. know, you know. Okay. I mean, I would say so. Last season, last season, I, me, and Warren got the point total like perfect. Yeah, you so guys like, nailed it. So, like, we're not usually this far off, but this year, oh, my God. Nobody saw this coming. Yeah, everybody uh, so Mark, far off. Uh, credit to Mark Scheig for the tweet I saw today from him. Uh, there are five players that played, what, last night? That played that, on opening that night. That played opening night also. Only five players. And it wasn't even, like, good the, player. It was, I like, mean, Peak can, was the best player in that list. You know, I imagine Gaudreau as well was on that list, right? Goudreau, oh, I'm yeah. sorry. Gaudreau was in that list and yeah. Roslovic. Those those three. Oh. There was two more. I can't remember the other two, but there's only five players um, that played last night. And once again, Braden, you don't much care for Roslovic, but once fan. again, he's sneaking himself into the conversation he, with a good amount of points, I'll give him, and he does it every single I'll year. I'll give him this. I, I wasn't a big fan of him middle of the year. He's streaky. Early middle of the year. That's He's He's hot and cold. When he's hot, he's yeah. really hot. He, he can you carry mean, it. You mean to do the top five in points right now on the team? Do it. Uh, so number five, Kent Johnson, which is awesome. No, but I don't think yeah. any of us saw that coming. No. I don't know. No, I didn't see it. I mean, I I was, I was, you know, I had a lot of hopes, high hopes <laughs> for him, but I mean, I didn't see him putting up the amount of points he did put up this season. I my watch and what, my Apple watch and had? iPhone keep going off because of Siri and I this is just proof that we're being listened to at all times. Is get her a mic. It's probably point. the Blue Jackets listening in. Probably, yeah, yeah you're probably right. Uh, so, anyways, we're gonna get a phone call here soon. <laughs> Kent, Kent Johnson, forty points, which is awesome. Um, in his rookie season, one of the best rookies in the league this year. Yeah. Uh, Jack Roslovic, fourth on the team in points. Wow. Uh, 44 points. All right. I'll, 11 goals, 33 assists. Really good at... 33 assists. 33 assists. Yeah. Really, really good there. I mean, I, he's really good at facilitating for the most part. He has some dumb turnovers, but... The guy knows high. The guy knows you know, puck, dude. He he knows what he's doing with the puck. I'm not yeah. Jordan. I, I can admit when I may have been wrong. All right, I may have I may have example. judged him too early. Give, besides Cole Cylinder. No, that was my. Oh, that's God, the only God. example I need. I'm not wrong about Cole. All right, but anyway, who's, who's uh, third? Third is uh, Boone with 45 points in 68 games. Pretty good numbers there for Boone for Pretty a captain. Kind of tired of everybody talking about him not being that guy at center, and he's proven it. Two years in a row now, in my well, opinion. He's got to stay healthy. He's not a number one center in the league, but he's a number one center for us, and that's fine. This is back-to-back season with, with Boone where he got hurt towards the end to where he was about to have a 30-goal season. Yes. Which really sucks. His last season, he was about 26 to 26 now, yeah. He was going to have 30 last season, and he was probably going to have 30 this season, but he's not finishing out the rest of the year. Yeah, Boone is Boone has done great there. Uh, line A is second on the team in points. And how Even many now, games played? That's crazy, actually. 55 games played this season, 52 points. Almost a point per so game. That's actually kind of crazy. If this guy can stay healthy with a good line consistently for an entire season, Come on, he man. is going to be the guy we expect him to be, I'm yeah. telling you. I We'll talk about this later as well in a later segment, but I, I think he's he needs to stay here and continue to grow with this team that we're building around him. Yeah. yeah. Uh, and then Goudreau at first uh, with 72 points. Quiet 72 points, I think, on the season. Yeah. Like, uh, top 10, I, I think, think so in points too, in franchise like, history. He just didn't blow anyone's socks off with goals. No. I, think, I think that's why it was 19 quiet. goals, oh, 53 yeah. assists. Yeah. But still, 19 goals. Good in this type of season. Yeah, I agree. Uh, I don't know. I, I think that we have a pretty good top five there, man. I, you know what's funny, though, is Bemstrom, like, was... 
was 10th in points, 21. So, like, that's <laughs> it drops off so bad. Oh. Uh, sixth in points was is Marchenko oh. on the team yeah. with 25 points uh, in, 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 fi- in 57. He 57. played 57 games yeah, this year. Yeah, he did pile them on there. Uh, yeah. 25 points, and then fifth place, Kent Johnson, is at 40. So there's a 15-point oh, yeah. gap there. There was Jeez. a pretty big drop. Yeah, it's, it's pretty ridiculous this season. But, I but, mean, that's... If those are the, you know, some of the most consistent guys on the team all season from those that have started the first game and here we are now, like, yeah, it makes sense, but, um, all right. Uh, so yeah, anyway, since our last episode, going back to that, we played the devils and we also played the Rangers. We lost four, nothing there. I think we all kind of expected that as well. Um, I can't even tell you really, scored in that game. Well, it wasn't anybody from us. <laughs> I, I, from them. I don't even, I don't, I don't know if Panarin scored. I don't know what happened. Uh, yeah. Who cares? I guess is what we could think or take away from there. Uh, so the most recent game and this one, a lot of, Twitter was lively last night, and this was a game that I, I tweeted tweeted, and I was trying to uh, to to get things going, and I feel like I did successfully. Um, but the Jackets, uh, they, they go to Philly. Also kind of a weird situation in Philadelphia when it comes to John Tortorella. Yeah, it wasn't. He's not behind the bench right now. But he is behind the bench. But he's up top. He's not up top. Where he was, was he? He was behind the bench in the seats. Was he? Behind the what? glass. Well, because I've heard other yeah. things. I've heard that he's like he's in charge of the team, but he's like up top in the press. Yeah, I was listening. I, I was watching the game last night, watching and listening to the Philly broadcast, mm-hmm. and they were talking about how there wasn't enough room. No, in that, the press, there was enough room, but he didn't want to be crammed in there with because they did a. That was their last home. Philly's last home game was last night. Okay, and they did a thing like the jersey off our backs thing, like the Blue Jackets did the other night. Uh, but there was a bunch of alumni there that were in the press box, and Tortorella didn't want to be up there gotcha. hobnobbing with all the alumni, so he was down in the in the seats with but, the common folk. But I would say, regardless regardless of like where he was sitting, I guess in that game, this is now going on for about two weeks now. I think where yeah. Torts is not standing behind the bench as the head coach, he's like letting the assistants kind of take over, and Torts is watching from up above. With yes, with like guys that run the personnel like the yeah. GM and, and the assistant GM and guys that run personnel on the team and they're talking and deciding what they want to go into next year. Philly could be a sneaky, really good team next yeah. year because of that. I do I think, think like, cause right now Brad Shaw is one of the assistants kind of leading the way for Philly. Do you think Brad Shaw takes over as head coach next year for Philly and Torts has more of a front office role? I, I don't think so. It kind of looks like that could be I, happening. I think this is simply, they knew the season was over. They have, yeah. they're not playing for anything. They're middle of the pack kind of, uh, more t- towards the lower end, but he's now evaluating the team he has yeah. and what he wants to do going forward because he's looking at the team now without Kevin Hayes. Kevin Hayes is going to be a Blue Jacket this offseason. Um, yes, we think. Take that to the bank. Yeah, Take uh, it to the bank. That Elliot, uh, yes. I, I'm not going to source anybody. Elliot Friedman has pretty much said that a few times now with Jeff Merrick on 32 Thoughts. Um, but Take that... It. Take that to the bank. Kevin Hayes will be uh, Ryan, and then Ryan Graves from New Jersey is also probably going to come over to kind of replace Gavrikov, which I think he will. But, uh, anyways, going back to Torts, he's kind of looking at this team like Connecting might not be there next year. Yeah, there's guys on that team that have been core pieces that they're going to complete. He's going to start a rebuild there, is what it looks like. I mean, they've already started it now, but Cam's not going to be part of it next year. Like they're going to move Cam, I think. Maybe Cam didn't play all season. Was hurt. They're paying him fucking eight, what, seven million? He's eight, hurt. Six million? What do you expect? He's hurt. Yeah, I know, but like you got to move guys that are hurt that much. Look at Voracek. Cam's not notoriously hurt, though. Mm, yeah, I guess you're I don't know. Um, I uh, guess you're right. So there was a funny comment from uh, Brad Larson before the game. Uh, the media asked him, he, they were like, hey, like, did you, 
no, since you worked with Tortorella and you were his assistant for a handful of years, did you walk over and say hi to him before the game? And Brad Larson goes, no, he's a grumpy old man on game days. <laughs> did he, re- he said that? <laughs> he said yeah. that, uh, which I thought was kind of funny. But yeah, still right. won, though. Huh? Anyways, uh, the Jackets. Four straight years in the playoffs. Yeah. Anyways. <laughs> but, uh, but it was more, he was being Brad. funny because him and he loves torts to death. Brad Larson does. does. he? Oh, yeah. He says, like, he's a big mentor of his and all that, blah, blah. All right, regardless, Jackets got a point in Philly. Yeah. Uh, Twitter was not very happy about it, nor was I personally. I did not want to see them get a point. Uh, this was before the outcome of the Chicago game. We did the Chicago Ping- Penguins game. We, we, everyone figured out what happened with that after the Jackets game. Um, some takeaways from the Philly game. Corrali got his first ever power play goal. Yeah, that's crazy. Which is absolutely is insane. And how, what, 300 some games? Yeah. Something like that. And his first power play. But he's a, he's a, he's a defensive forward. He's more of a yeah. grinder kind of forward. He doesn't play power play. He's a PK guy. But he's, yeah. he, he's getting the opportunity because there's nobody. nobody he's all we got. <laughs> he's all we got. Yeah, if you got guys fucking sleeping in and missing the missing the missing meetings and getting right. sent out of Cleveland, you got to step up somewhere, man. Huh? Yeah. About, speaking <laughs> so, of, yeah, he scored, right? Didn't Trey Fix Walansky yeah, score in that Trey game? Trey Fix Walansky scored. That was his first goal this season with the Jackets. He had a goal, but like last or a couple goals last season. Um, what thoughts on old Trey Fix Wolanski for a second? Because in Cleveland, he's killing it. What's it? Absolutely killing it. He has 29 goals, 41 assists in Cleveland. And I feel like he hasn't been given a fair shake here in Old Columbus, given like there maybe there hasn't been a lot of room in years past. But I would like to see him maybe out of training camp get an opportunity with the, with the, with the old BJs. Yeah. I'd like to see him early on, just see what he has in training camp. And every, I mean, 70 points. Yeah. And he's AHL, been, he's playing well. Yeah. He's been around for what? Three. This is his third year. I think around I think the system so, yeah. now, a few years ago, we were, he was a new prospect. We were talking yeah. about him. We watched him in Traverse city and I, I was talking about how good of a shot he has. I thought he was going to come up and be one of those guys. He still has an opportunity to, but I think this year you can't really judge guys right now based on how they're playing. I mean, it's, the front office is setting them up for failure and they have to, that's what they yeah. have to do for the team right now. But it's just, I, I'm not taking what I'm seeing right now into consideration, especially missing a team meeting and then getting <laughs> sent down. That's he, crazy. Yeah. He, Who did that? Trey. Trey Fix will oh, yeah. that last week. Yeah. He uh, slept in and missed a team meeting and the, I missed and, that. And before the, the press release was even like out, he was on his way back to Cleveland. Yes, sir. Damn. Like they were not messing around. When you're at this level, you can't. Yeah, you can't. No. You know, it's, it's that fuck around, find out thing. <laughs> and uh, he fucked around. He found out. Um, <laughs> the graph. <laughs> yeah. Fuck around, find out. Uh, another takeaway from the Philly game, Tim Bernie got his first uh, ever career assist, which was interesting. But he's only been with, up with the team for like, what, 20, 25 oh, games oh, maybe. Uh, I feel like he's been up for a decent amount. This season, I mean, he's been in and out, but. Bernie has been, oh my God, I can't find him. 57 games this year. Say, he's right. been up for I a guess, while. Uh, one goal, corrected. one assist, minus 26. <laughs> 57 <laughs> games. <laughs> minus 20. I, 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 I feel like you one? can't say that. Like I, I don't think we have many that are positive. Is there any? any? There's, I don't think there's one. Uh, maybe, I think, maybe Boone? Uh, Jonas Corposalo is a zero. <laughs> okay. uh, we have... Nobody. Uh, Michael Hutchinson, Elvis Merzlikens, Daniel Tarasov, and Jonas Corposalo uh, were all zeros. Everybody else is minus one or lower on the season. Okay. Yeah. There is no I mean, plus. I, all the goalies are zeros. Well, who's like the closest to positive? Uh, Brandon, Brendan Gantz, uh, oh, minus yeah. one right. in five <laughs> games. Okay, whatever. That's what it is. Five games played. Jake Bean, 14 games, minus two. Carson Meyer, 14 games, minus two. 
It's all the all the guys that actually do anything. Fucking yeah. Andrew Peak minus forty one. Goudreau <laughs> minus thirty four. Boone Jenner minus thirty two. Corrali minus twenty nine. That all checks out. That's so yeah. so bad. We've also given up hundred and eight goals on the season. So. Yeah, because, but I mean, goaltending is not the problem. Sorry, Don't. the plus minus on the goals like we're minus one hundred eight or something. Goaltending isn't the problem. Uh, it isn't. It's not the problem. <laughs> Even though Hutchinson's been fucking showing out recently, he played know. great. <laughs> he has been playing well. He played great kinda, last night, kinda. And I was pissed the whole yeah, time. Stop doing that. <laughs> Absolutely pissed, but yeah. So let's let's just talk about it because mm. uh, um, a lot of fans throughout uh, the league or throughout the fan base are. I would say it's about eighty twenty, where it comes down to they want to see the team lose. Does make does you wanting to see the team lose and in the circumstances that we know that is going on? Does that make you a bad fan? No, no. Uh, the the lengths that people are taking it to, where they're just. I know people that are going to games and like actively cheering for the other team. That's yeah, bad. at times. That's a bad fan. Like it's not, I wouldn't say it's a bad fan. They're they're looking forward to the future of the team, but at in the moment, you're spending money to go to a game and you're there and and you're whatever giving the money to the team. I, I want to at least go and see something entertaining and competitive. But when we're getting beat eight to one and shit, man, it's it's hard to yeah. So like if if I'm at the game, if I'm there at Nationwide Arena and the other team scores, I'm not going to cheer. Like, I'm not going to stand up and cheer for that team as they score. That's just, I think that's taking it a little too far. Now, am I going to sit in my seat with my drink in my hand and kind of be like a little fist pump? Probably. Yeah. Like, yeah. yes. All right, cool. All the over my head. Yeah. <laughs> right? Like, I'm going to do the that. over my <laughs> But, like, I'm not going to, like, stand up and, like, just make it known right. that I, I'm just out here visually, like, cheering on the, the other team. Yeah. Um, I think that's taking it a little too far. Uh, there but, are good intentions there, I think. Yeah. Well, there are because here's the thing: we're 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 the fans. We're the ones consuming the product every single year, every single season. We are the ones that are watching this product. And when it comes down to the players every year, we don't know who's going to be on this team. We don't know who's going to be gone. Who's going to be here? And I feel like we have a more vested interest than the ones that are on the ice right now because they could be gone next. next they could be gone tomorrow. Yeah, but these guys are going out there and like if they're on a one-year UFA or RFA or they may be on a different team next year, they're playing for their next contract. At yeah, this I'm, point. Not, I'm not disagreeing with that. I'm just more so saying like it doesn't make me a bad fan to cheer for something that I know can be become greater in the long run. Oh, yeah. When it comes to like that a goes back to us always saying that we've been fans before all of these players have been here and we'll be yeah. fans after they're gone. It's We're fans of this team. The players that are here are great while they're here sure. for the most part. But yeah, they're not... They're not Blue Jackets fans like yeah. we are. They're players on the team. They're working. Yeah, that's that's what it is. So yeah, they don't care yeah, exactly. what the like, draft is this year. They're maybe Goudreau does because he's here for six more years. Yeah, but maybe he wants to play with somebody a little better. But I don't know. I I feel like the players. Yeah, they don't go out there and they're like they're not caring as much about that as we are if at all. Yeah, yeah, I agree with you for sure. Do you have a thought, Brenda? I just think sometimes on Twitter the extent fans take it to. Is little, insane. A little there and a little out there. Yeah, dude. The, the Twitter, going to, yeah, like going to a game and actively rooting for the other team, I think makes you a bad fan. It's at least in the moment. In yeah, the moment. When, yeah, I don't know. If you're paying money, like you said, to go and watch your team, like selfishly, I want to see us do well. If I'm physically at the game and yeah. watching us, but I that's would, just me. Tomorrow night, I know a lot play, of people disagree with when me, we but. play Pittsburgh at home tomorrow night. We have a chance to ruin. Pittsburgh's playoff chance. We have a chance to eliminate them yeah. from the playoffs for the first time in 16 years. 
They, so what they, do they, we do here? That's what I'm saying. What so, do we do? Because we, even Jody Shelley, a 97.1 The Fan, I was listening to the Inside Edge, and he was talking about how he was kind of bored the Blue Jackets losing out a little bit. Yeah. He didn't just come out and say it, but he was talking about it. And we know how much Pittsburgh has been a thorn in our side. They always call us the little brother. They always call us, you know, they all, the, all their fans are just, they, they're absolute mouth breathers when they come in this arena, <laughs> and I can't stand them. Now the ones in Pittsburgh, it's because nice. they drove right down the street to right? get to the arena. Yeah, yeah no, yeah, right. They just they crawled out of their mom's basement with Cheetos sta- <laughs> Cheetos stains on their sweatpants, and I'm just like, all right, you people suck, and you guys have sucked for 15, 20 years as the blue as long as the Blue Jackets have been a franchise, and I get the Jackets have not had the success, and the Pittsburgh fans come in and they invade our arena, and we've had many a heated rivalry games, even though they won't admit it. Back when Doobie and Crosby were going at it and stuff, so. Pittsburgh has always been a thorn in our side, and it's kind of like, what do we do? Do we want to, you know, have the best odds at a lottery pick, or do we want to kick out Pittsburgh for the first time in 15 years? That's a toughie. I know. So. A and hard and question. Then you, then you get then I get I I said something about that on Twitter, and I get people saying, "Oh yeah, take the take the short term for the long term or something." Acting like if we come in last place, it's a guaranteed first overall pick. Yeah. <laughs> Like I don't, I, and that's something I should we just get right to it? Yeah, I mean, get right to yeah, it. I mean, I, it's yeah. next anyway. That that's something that I that I was saying today on Twitter. Anyways, this morning is these these people. Oh yeah, here we go. Yep, sorry, I had uh, to do the, tra- there. the transition switch. Going right into it. That's something that I was tweeting about. Was uh, I don't think that you people know how probabilities work because it's we have a twenty five percent chance to get the number one overall pick. Twenty five point five. Sure, <laughs> but we also have a seventy five percent chance not to get it. Right? Much higher. So probabilities are lost on a lot of people but here. But I mean, 25%. It sure is better than 12%. It's, I better, than the, it's better than the, I hear the you. team right below us with that 12%. And only 11 teams are capable of getting that first round pick. But how many? 11. That's a lot. How many? That's 75% but, chance that. But the odds keep going down. They Kyle. do, but that's a, still a 75% chance that another team will get that pick. It's a 70. Ah, I don't need. It is. That's, I understand that is, that. that is a fact. It's a fact that there's the opportunity for a team to potentially pull that off, but the numbers just are not in their favor when it when it keeps going down and down and down and down. The Blue Jackets having that weight, the weighted side of that 25.5% is huge. It's astronomical. I'm not disagreeing with that. And also, if you finish last, you get a top three pick. I was trying to make a joke about that today as yeah. well. It went right over everybody's head. <laughs> uh, everybody thought I was being serious for some reason. I don't Kyle, know. You can't make jokes on Twitter. Everybody thinks I'm so serious. Because I, I tweeted that today that uh, you people don't know what probabilities are. You people. And then I... You, and, what are you? and then I said... <laughs> and, then I, and then after a few hours, I had... But the ratio of replies to likes was almost I, like yeah, 50, I looked, 50. I looked on the way over here. It was like 30 to 40 replies. I have like 60 replies oh, it hit, right now. It spiked more than that. And it's every, awesome. like half of them are people telling me, oh, but if we finish last, we get a third round. We get a top three pick guaranteed. So I replied to my own tweet and said, oh, do we get a, do we get a top three pick guaranteed if we get... <laughs> and people were like, yes. Like, like taking me so seriously... God, I look, I get it. I know that people want Bedard and I know people want a top three because Fantilli and Carlson is also there. That's our number one center prospect in the top three right there. Yeah. They, they would go number one. And like Warren tweeted today as well. They would go number one from 2017 from when McDavid got drafted to, to, for the next five years. They would anybody below Bedard in this draft would go number one overall in the 10 year radius of drafts, right? Yeah. 
So we, the, our guy is there. All we have to do is lose out. I understand that. So let's just look at it for one second. And we already said the Blue Jackets have 25.5%. Those are their chances if they finish last. Right. That is that. Those are their, those are their lottery odds. Yes. Chicago's is 13.5. Anaheim is 11.1 or 11, just 11%, I think, or 11.5. So, I mean, the, the odds just, they go down significantly if you don't have that number one overall pick or that, or you or if you don't finish dead last. Sure. Sorry, is what I meant. Um, so I'm just saying, I am. In, it does not make you a bad fan. And if you are listening to this podcast, it does not make you a bad fan. If you want to root for the jackets to lose out, because listen, like I just said, we're, we're rooting for them to lose out. Yeah, of course. I'm, we're yeah. not. Yeah, you're not a bad fan for that. Yeah, you're, no. You're you're you're, you're you have not, good intentions. You want yeah. what's best for the future of the franchise, exactly. and hopefully the front office doesn't botch it. Yeah, we'll see. <laughs> we we will. We shall see. We'll definitely see. But. Um, just a little draft lottery recap for those that maybe need a little refresher on how it works. So, uh, all teams that are missing the playoffs are eligible for the lottery. So, there's 16 teams. Yep. Um, teams with the least points get the chances of winning the lottery. Obviously, it's kind of what we just said. Uh, the first overall pick is awarded by drawing a ping draw or drawing a ping pong ball. Uh, team can only jump 10 spots, so there's only uh, the top 11 teams are eligible for the first overall pick. Great. Also, We're not getting the first round. We're not getting the number yeah, one. Yeah, we are. You're also, such a pessimist. Also, a team representative. It's not happening. I was reading like, this. Why don't, why, don't you think, why don't you think so? It is, it, it's not going to happen. It doesn't happen for us here. Chicago is right there. It's Chicago. Chicago is one of the biggest markets in the league. Of course they're getting bedard. You got to have some faith. Man. I'm not having faith. No way. They're not giving that to us. Are you fucking kidding me? There's no chance that we are getting. I'm not saying it's rigged. I, when I say it's rigged, it's a joke. When I say it, it truly yeah. is. I don't know if it is or not. I'm just fucking stirring the pot when I say that. Stuff. I mean, I would like to see the lottery happen in front yeah, of my eyes. Yeah, do they not? They don't put it on TV. Do they, they don't. But they so have I, it the last two years. They used to before. Eh, they, it's been a handful of years. They have not done it on TV. Yeah, they yeah. The Lafreniere was the last one in 2019. Where they actually showed the balls? Yes, it was New York. Yeah. No. Yes, it was. No. <laughs> Look it up. Yes, it was. I'm factual. No. Yes, it was. As long okay. as I can remember, they come out with the, the pre-stack cards and they flip them over like they they just come out of a. a so you remember last year's? Yeah. That's the only time they did like the year before that COVID. No, they, no, they've done that many years. Not for Lafreniere. It was a it was a ping pong ball. I promise. Look it up. I know. YouTube it. I'm trying to look. Yeah, you fact check it, intern. Come on now. Well, I looked up the last televised NHL lottery, and it keeps giving me stuff for the 2022 lottery. Okay, well, that was Not even 2023. Well, I mean, the lottery <laughs> itself, like, in terms of, like, them coming out and announcing it, is televised every year. Yes. Yeah. But the actual, like, the NBA but the actual drawing, it, I think. The drawing of the balls, I have not seen in many, many years. Well, then you haven't been ever. paying attention. <laughs> All right, I guess I haven't. <laughs> it's, no, yeah, it's 2019, Lafreniere, or 2018, one of the two. All right, maybe you're La right. The Lafreniere draft that I can remember was the last one. Yeah. That wasn't that long ago. I'll take your word for it, I guess. Because yes. they, like, they were, like, fourth or fifth to, to win. They were like fourth or fifth odds to win the number one overall pick, and they got it. Okay. They jumped all the way up. That's, right, why, well, that's also know, why I have no faith in us getting it. It doesn't matter. I think this it is... It doesn't matter. I think that there have been a lot of things that have gone against this franchise in the past 21, 22 years, ever since our existence. I think this is the one thing that goes for us. Big fake guy over there, huh? I think this is the it's one a, thing. It's a statistical chance. There's no... There's nothing that's going to go our way. It's have math. Some math faith. doesn't have feelings. Math does have feelings. It sure fucking doesn't. <laughs> it's numbers. It's math. And there is... We might as well have a 5% chance with a 25% chance. No. 
It's got to be a sad that world. That actually is not thinking math. Like that's that. not good math. It's terrible math. <laughs> Why? Well, just the truth. <laughs> I'm like looking at history, man. Like the seventh, the seventh team that's supposed to win the first first overall pick has gotten it before. It's happened. When, uh, uh, it's that's definitely, how, it's that's definitely how Pittsburgh happened. got Crosby. Was they were yeah, seven? I know, but I mean, it's they. Yeah, it's there. Like the, it, it doesn't matter. Yo, then why do you guys? Then why do you? Why should we keep tanking if it doesn't matter? Because if you do finish last, you get a top three pick guaranteed. Okay, that. That's but also why. That, you do. Yes, but that is also that has also changed. Like that used to not be a thing. When I think when Pittsburgh got Crosby, that wasn't guaranteed. Same with when they got uh, what's his face. Like when they tanked Malkin, the first back time. to back years. Uh, but no, when they when they tanked the first time, I forget. It was Crosby and Malkin, right? Back to back years. I don't remember. All right. Well, I Regardless, don't but like that was never always a thing like the top three thing just recently kind of came about yeah that's pretty new yeah it should be the bottom four teams each have a 25 percent chance to get the number one pick and everybody else is based off your record after that fifth and lower yeah that does make sense that would make so that makes that actually makes sense i think if a team wants to tank and they want to get the last if they want to get finished dead last and get that first spot that's it that's just how it should be then everybody, everybody would tank. Not you have to leave. Not tanking. if you like halfway through the year, you're kind of like, oh, our team is kind of good. Then you realize you're not. Then it's already too late. Yeah, yeah. and th- you can't like these players. You have to go back to the player aspect as well. The front office might want to tank, but yeah. the players are still going out and doing everything they can because they're playing for their money. Yeah, like they're playing for their livelihood at that point. They're not going to throw it in. So maybe the team that's going to trade you next year can get a better player. It's not. It doesn't work like that. Yeah. I don't know. All right. All right, before we get into our next segment, we've got to talk about our incredible sponsor, High Bank Distillery. Ladies and gentlemen, it is patio season. Brayden, you just put on your sunglasses because you know it is. It's patio season. I was, you didn't even know I was going to say that. No, but, but it was you, perfect. You, but you threw on the shades. It is patio season, which means High Bank pulls the garage doors up. They let the, the sun on in. They let the sun shine inside their location they're both their locations, their Grandview and also their New Albany Gahanna. Uh, listen, patio season this spring, it kicks off now with High Bank Distillery Happy Hour from 3 to 6 p.m. Monday through Friday. Monday through Friday? Monday through Friday. It's a great spot. Great spot. Both of them. And uh, yeah, I mean, you can't beat their happy hour. I believe it's, I don't remember the deals. They told me the deals a while back, <laughs> but they were good. Oh, so, yeah, yeah, they have deals. Yeah, they, got, they got deals. Go find out for yourself. Hey. Yeah, just go there. They do a happy hour. Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. Uh, 36, right? Monday through Friday. Yeah, that's a deal. Great, great deals. Uh, have you tried their uh, hot honey pepperoni pizza yet? No. Ooh. Have you had like hot honey pepperoni pizza from anywhere? I no. will, I have had it from Donato's. Theirs is good. It's pretty good. They use Mike's hot honey. Yes. I think High Bank also uses the Mike's hot honey. Which is awesome. Uh, I great had it, hot uh, honey. I had it at the New Albany Gahanna location probably about a month ago. Delicious. If you it's, love like spicy shit, oh, and if you like s- sticky fingers, yes, dude, the hot honey. I love when my fingers get hot and sticky. Oh, I love a hot oh, mouth and yeah. sticky fingers, baby. And hot shit, baby. The next day, I mean, mm. oh yeah, the they're they have a hot honey pizza and it's absolutely put that sticky hotness in my mouth. It's to die for on a pizza with on some a, pepperoni. On a pizza with some pepperoni, they got deals. Uh, yeah, and if you're not there for the food, you go for the spirits, you go for the cocktails, you, you take home some bottles with you. They're award-winning. Check them out. Highbankco.com for more details. Wow. Oh, we're here. We, here we are. Oh, 
You gotta talk about SeatGeek. SeatGeek, uh, geek seats. Do the SeatGeek uh, first time purchase on SeatGeek.com or download the app. Type in promo code CBJA for twenty dollars off your first time purchase. That is promo code CBJA. We're not telling you to make a new email address. We're not. If yeah. you want to get twenty dollars off your second purchase, we're not telling you. We're not telling you to make a new email address. I'm telling you right now, do not make a second email address. Don't do yeah, it. Don't to do get it. More money off of your tickets at but, SeatGeek.com or download the but app. But also, uh, Kyle and Braden, there's only two games left in the Blue Jackets season. Dose. Which means, you know, is this promo code good beyond the Blue Jackets season? It sure is. Go check out a Clippers game. Go check out a crew game. Use promo code hey, A concert. Summer. Go see an outdoor concert. Go see a concert, for fuck's sake. Me and Braden are going to see Morgan Wallen. That's pretty cool. That'll be, be fun. Be great did day. you use promo code CBJA? Yes. Yes, you did. And you got $20 off those tickets. I know you did. I did. And we only didn't way. use a second email That's for the second yeah. ticket. That's the only way you guys could afford to get in there. I know it is. $20 off. $20 off. <laughs> I know. CBJA for any event you want to go to this summer. Baseball, concerts, other things. Other things that happen C- in the summertime. CB- <laughs> Hockey soccer. <laughs> CBJ. Corn, the National Cornhole League. Cornhole. Uh, CBJA. Promo code. Beautiful. That was great, guys. Good job. Yeah, we nailed it. Nothing think- gets me fired up like the ad read music. <laughs> I'll tell you that right now. <laughs> you know? It gets, <laughs> it gets me, it gets me going from, you. from 6 to midnight, let me tell you. Uh, all right. For the second week in a row... We're bringing back on that, off that. You ready? Yeah. Yeah. You sure? Yes. Yeah. Uh, do you want me to add that one that I was talking about that you kind of talked about, but you, we didn't do it? Which one was that? Uh, line A. Uh, I didn't put it in there, but I can put it in there. Which? Yeah. Throw it in there. Why not? Yeah, we only have four. Might as well. All right. So I'm just and gonna, if I th- think it's stupid, then I'll tell you. All right. Fine. Even though it was my idea. Fair enough. I'm going to put it at number five. At least you're honest. Somebody has to be. All right. So if you are, you guys uh, aren't, I don't know. It's just in general. Like it's, if you don't know how this segment works, it's a lot of liars, like a lot of compulsive liars in my life. Yeah. It's crazy. Am I the problem? That's a bigger problem. I think you got to deal with that one personally. People are fucking, it's me. (laughs) I'm the problem. It's me. Is that how that goes? Are you the liar? No, I'm not a liar. Yeah. You tell me the truth. I'm pretty sure I'm fairly honest with everybody here. I think so. Anyways. Uh, All right. So on that, off that, uh, it is a segment where we I'm going to read a statement, and we're going to go around the room, and we're going to discuss whether we're on it or we're off it, meaning we're for it or against it. On that, off that was just like a terminology I got from some Gen Zer, you know, oh, some youngster. Huh? No, it wasn't. Oh. It was our first intern, uh, JT Grega. I wasn't around for that. You were not. JT. I don't know JT. You were not here for the JT Grega era. Oh, I only know that name from our fantasy league. <laughs> yeah. Is it a good thing it wasn't around for the JT era? Oh, no. He was funny. Oh, okay, cool. It was the JT Grega Memorial Cup. Is what that the fuck? Oh, that's what it's still named yeah, after. That, yeah. I was like, oh, I know okay. who that is. <laughs> Shout out to Josh Boros. He won it, right? Uh, no, he didn't win it. Somebody, uh, no. he got beat. He had Eddie won somebody. it. I'm pretty sure Eddie, Eddie won it. fucking Eddie. I don't even know Eddie, but Stupid I know he's, Eddie. he's so mean. I know he's mean. He's a dick. Edged me out to be the sixth seed, and he won the you whole like thing. You edged out, don't you? You weren't even like it. Oh, you, I made the playoffs. You didn't make the playoffs. I was the seven. I was yeah, seven, yeah. and basically I had to win. He had to. It's beside the point. On that All off right. that. On that off that. Here we go. <laughs> we're going to start. I'm going to go this way first. I'm wanna, I want to hear Braden's true oh, thoughts. Lord. You ready for this? Yeah. On that off that. Brad Larson returning next season as head coach. 
I'm off that. Still off that. Big. I everybody can cite the injuries, can cite what might be in an unintentional, intentional tank. I'm still off that. I don't think he's a good coach. I don't think he's really gonna help this team progress next year. If we do get one of those top three, when we get one of those top three picks, I, I'm off that. You get buzzed after your time. Should you do the swoosh? <laughs> no. Because that makes it sound like he's wrong. Yeah, I was like, I I was like, what do you do? I what could do, do the Oh, that's way better. That's good. That's way better. The period horn. Yeah, that's way better. That right. sounds like he's wrong about his opinion. <laughs> I was like, <laughs> that's what we did all last episode. I Nobody know. mentioned a thing. I was like, I know. Keep, I was like, keep me I wrong. Know. It's an opinion. <laughs> there was too much going on last episode. Yeah, yeah. Uh, I'm off that as well. Um, I also can cite the injuries and all of that, but the team was really bad before everybody got injured at the beginning of the season. Uh, they were not good at all. Like, it was bad. We were having conversations 12 games in about, holy fuck, this is, like, the worst team we've ever seen in franchise history about how bad they are. How do you add Gon- Gani? I always, I go a little <laughs> dyslexic sometimes for some reason. Gani Doudreau. Uh, Gani Doudreau. Uh, how do you add Johnny Goudreau to this team that is the same as it was last year for the most part yeah. uh, and get worse? It doesn't make any sense how you get that much worse after adding a, a talent that's that much better to your team. Uh, I don't think that he's the guy. He has one year left on his deal as well. Yarmo said in a press conference that he expects to be competing for a playoff spot next season. If he is 100% honest about that and he's telling us all the truth, you have to move on to a new coach starting next season. Was that better? That was yeah, great. That was, that way was better. so much better. Like the X makes me feel like I know. Argh. Yeah, get the fuck yeah. out of here. It's like X Factor when they're really bad and they just. Uh, no, Kyle, you're spot on. Uh, you literally said a lot of my thoughts. Uh, you probably articulated it more better than I would. Uh, I guess I want to go off of track record, right? I'm going to go off of who Brad Larson was before he became a head coach, and he was in charge of our special teams, and our special teams were absolutely atrocious. They were terrible. We had the worst power play, or if not one of the worst, for a handful of years consecutive to, well, can't talk. Yeah, articulate. Consecutively. Nailed it. Nope. Consecutively. Nope. There we go. Got it. There you go. I'm only two drinks in, and I'm already, mm. Uh, so Me I'm going. Too. I'm going based <laughs> off a of track record, and and then also like when we did hire him, there was a lot of people just kind of like, what? Why Brad Larson? Yeah, now why not Brad Shaw? That's kind of what that's. I think that's where a lot of people were leaning towards, and and we saw you know a decent season last year where it was maybe the start of this rebuild where we did finish about 500, and maybe Brad Larson did 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 do an okay job, but I don't think it was good enough. And this season, I know there's a lot of injuries. And I know there's been a lot of problems beyond that, but I just don't see him working long-term for this team. And once again, once again, I'm going based off of his previous track record and his previous position as a Blue Jackets coach, and I don't think it's working. Hey, easy over there, big guy. Sorry. Yeah. I wanted to make sure the sound went off. Yeah, yeah the injury it. thing I get, I mean, I understand because, like, he, there. this is the most man games lost ever in franchise history this season. Yeah. Uh, so that's part of it. But I just don't think that he's the guy regardless. No. Same. I think, just, it's I think we got enough of a sample size early one, to yeah, make absolutely. that decision. Yeah. All right. Number two, Kirill Marchenko getting new front teeth. Are you on it or off it? Because I was, uh, I did. So there was a picture of him. It's fucked. It's not because Ryan Murray got new front <laughs> teeth one time and he looked great. Uh, there was Are a picture. Mar- Keep going, but. There's a picture of Marchenko, and I, I zoomed in on it. It was like, you know, how they take the pictures of the players walking in and to do the games with their suits on and shit. And I was like, is he missing teeth? Are they broken? Are they just, like, fucked up? 
and I zoomed in, and it was literally just like you could tell they got hit by a puck, and they're, they're, half of them are gone. Yeah. Um, so now that he's making more money, would you be on him or off him getting new front teeth? I'm off that. Okay. I feel like, I feel like it's like <laughs> Samson with his long hair, man. I feel like if he gets the teeth fixed, he's yeah. going to stop scoring goals. And also, it's fucked that you put that, man. That's his face. I don't think so. Yeah, I, no, that's a, that's a, that's, a, that's a decent question. Yeah, <laughs> but yeah, no, I, I I'm off that. I like I said, I think it's part of his appeal, play, part of his superpower. A lot of hockey players. Boone Jenner got new teeth. He sure did. Ryan Murray got. He can new pop teeth. them right out too. Oh yeah, pop them out. <laughs> we he haven't seen. Oh, he's got the. He's got those. He's got the two front ones that you can pop right. I haven't seen Toothless Boone in a minute. Huh? See, I used to be the bit. I used to be the biggest supporter of Toothless Boone because I thought that's when he was at his best hockey. The best. I'm a big supporter the, of but, fucked up but tooth. But the, but, the past, but the past couple years, Boone Jenner's had his teeth in. The he's best, been playing great. I'm telling you, the best BJ is a Toothless Boone, dude. Mm, come on now, the best Blue Jacket. <laughs> I think those are words to live by. Yeah, I'll be absolutely. Yeah. The best Blue Jacket. Uh, I am all. I am off that if he doesn't want to, and I'm on that if he wants to, because yeah. Marchenko is a gem, and he can do whatever he wants to, and I love him no matter what. We have no time limit on this. It's just whenever you're done. Yeah, you're. Uh, hey, no, I want to. <laughs> yeah, no, hey, don't do <laughs> producing over there. Uh, Stop it. No, I, I'm. I'm kind of on your side. Like, uh, yeah, if he wants to do it, do it. If he doesn't, don't. But at the same time, I think he has an infectious smile, and I think some new some new chompers might do suit him well. Him coming in to the team and being like that personality that's everybody laughs at. He's funny. Oh, he's yeah. like. He he's getting in with the in the media scrums, uh, you know. After you know what I mean, after games and shit like that, he is infectious. He's great. Oh, yeah. Everything about him is wonderful. If he whatever he wants to do, I'm here for it. Mark my words, because he's going because he's getting paid, right? He's getting more money. He's gonna get new teeth. He's gonna get new teeth. Yeah, yeah. probably. Go ahead. Thank you. I'm glad to see everybody like coming onto the Marchenko train now. After the beginning, after you oh, know, we're now all, he's, we're all there. Yeah. Oh yeah, we're all there. You know, if you're not since, on it, I've been this there point, since you September it. of last year. But you know, if you're not on it, you might as well just you be off it. Somebody talking? It's like I, I love to gatekeep him, but I hate gatekeepers, <laughs> so I'm not going to do that. Uh, this one is uh, going to be fun. Uh, are you on or off giving a player, or sorry, giving a player a hockey puck with your phone number on it? Are you on it or are you off it? Off that. So like that's just you know then for you know if you see a hockey player at a random Blue Jackets uh, <laughs> season ticket holder event, completely hypothetical situation, uh, completely hypothetical, and you just kind of lay uh, you give him a hockey puck with your phone number on it. Are you on it or are you off it? I would say I'm I'm off that. You're off that. Yeah. Why? Why can't they shoot their shot? No pun intended. Because it's a puck. <laughs> They're working, man. I'm off that. Oh. That. <laughs> choose your moment. All right. Know your situation. Okay. Have some feel. Yeah, also just have some self-awareness, right? That's what I'm saying. Some self-awareness, knowing what you are and what they are. I don't know. Look, I'm not trying to be a total <laughs> douchebag here, but I am a total douchebag in my nature. Like, Again, I'm this kind is of strictly an hypothetical. This is strictly yeah, hypothetical. Is, if yeah, you yeah. were to go to a season ticket holder event and you're like a three... And 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 this and this is like a an, an eight that you're giving. Your, have some self awareness. An eight. Kent Jensen is a beautiful now. Hypothetical. <laughs> oh, hypothetical. Oh. I mean, uh, Ken Johansson. Yes, yes, yes. I think you meant Gent Conson. Gent Conson. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Uh, no, I don't. I don't give a fuck. I don't care. I truly do not care enough to give an on that or off that. Do whatever you want, people, and you're gonna have consequences one way or the other. You fucking make your bed lay in it. Twitter's a brutal fucking place. Brutal. I think you, I'm on. Don't it. have somebody film it if you don't like. Why would you have somebody film it if you don't think it's? Gonna 
going to make it onto social fucking media. Strictly Use hypothetical. Use your brain. That comes hypothetical back to the, somebody films it. Comes back to the self-awareness part, right? <laughs> have some feel. You have somebody film it and it gets out there and then you did not. I mean, give me a fucking break. All right. So I am on it for the simple fact of I give an A for creativity. Shut. You right? have no fucking class. No, I'm just saying That's like. No creativity. I have I a mean, silver Sharpie and I, I'm going to give a hockey player a hockey puck with my phone number on it's it. Kind of creative. No, it's not. I give. I'm on it for the simple fact that they tried. They gave it an effort. But granted, to what Kyle says, like you can't be a three giving it to an eight, right? Like that's just not what you do. You can that's shoot. Super, that's super fucked. You up can to try say. to shoot, I, I hate shoot that. but it's out there. I was just kidding. <laughs> hypoth- hypothetically, I have never even seen this person, so I don't know who you're talking about. But regardless, it's hypothetical. All this is hypothetical. Yeah, you saw it. You haven't seen a hypothetical person. Exactly. I've never don't seen Don't hypothetically this film you giving your puck to somebody and then <laughs> hypothetically <not> expect <laughs> not to get any hypothetical backlash from the hypothetical situation. I will say I'm slightly off of all the people like giving them hate for it too. Like just let them live. But what if I let them yeah. live? I will. I will say this. Yeah. I will say this. It was just a phone number on a puck. That's now, it. It made it, it. It hypothetically made this player uncomfortable in it the moment, did. which. Look, it, it is what it is. It's part of the job, and they know that coming in because there are fans like this in every fan base, and it is what it is, and that's fine because that's just what the job is. You're making this money, and that's part of it. But at the same time, uh, like, yeah, the, the hate that this person hypothetically got on hypothetical social media uh, for just a couple of digits, like, people the name calling and the, in the kill yourself comments and, oh, Jesus. and all of this kind of stuff that we're coming out of this is fucking crazy. Like, yeah, like hypothetically, uh, it, it people are acting like this person hypothetically took their clothes off in the middle of the hypothetical yeah. season ticket holder I, event. Again, like I'm like, on it's it. crazy. I don't care. How many times have you left your number for somebody at some establishment at some restaurant? And, and that person may have been working, right? That yeah. they were part of their job. So Ken Johnson, I mean, sorry, Jen Johnson, <laughs> Just he, whatever he got the hypothetically, with, hypothetically, hypothetically, he, he got this number out of season ticket holder event from this chick. Like, who cares? Yeah, well, no, I like, don't care. It, I, that puck got thrown away I immediately. Guess, by I guess the way. it also depends on the intentions. Hypothetically. hypothetically, I guess it also depends on you know the intentions afterwards. If this person is stalky and creepy, creepy like afterwards and like hunting them down in the player parking lot after the game, then okay, yeah, you're weird. Go away. There's Stop a hypothetical doing that. history there. Hypothetically, <laughs> I'm just saying. Let him live. Let him let, let her have her have her moment. And it, whoever it is, whoever it is, him, yeah. her, whoever. We don't know it. I don't know. Fucking. Oh. <laughs> we don't know. Right. Right? I don't know. So we, get, we gotta get it. off this question. I'm not, I don't care. I don't care. <laughs> We've done some dumb shit. I don't care. Me, you, never. That I yeah. Well. All right. Anyway, so hypothetically, let's go on to the next question. <laughs> uh, <laughs> Uh, what are your thoughts? Or I guess not your, what are your thoughts. It's just what it is. On that, off that, players losing on purpose to help a tank. I'm off that. As a high-functioning D3 athlete myself. Oh, for fuck's sake, <laughs> this fucking guy. Um, no, I, I am. You gave up a run when I was at your game. Nobody in college is tanking for better players. <laughs> what, what do you mean? We have a draft every year. Uh, <laughs> sure, buddy. But um, no, I, I no seriously, I, as... Dumb as it sounds, as an athlete, I, I don't think... If you're a player that is out there actively trying to lose a game, you shouldn't be in the sport. You That's how be Pierre Luc Dubois got traded. That yeah. Is. And, and, and he's about to get traded again. <laughs> but what I'm saying, like... If the front office wants to tank, puts you in a position to where you guys are going to lose, yeah, there's that's a, on there. There's a difference, right? There's a difference. Big As difference. a player, you should not be out there actively trying to lose games to 
potentially have a 25% chance to help you in the future. Yeah. You shouldn't be doing that as a player. Off that. Um, I'm also off that. These guys are playing for their money. They're playing for their livelihoods. I can't imagine this is a this is a total different situation. I don't make nearly as much money as these players do, but I I can't imagine going to work and and not doing a good job on purpose because maybe next year we'll get a better situation because of that. I there's no way. Like it these guys are going out. They've they have worked year round hard their entire lives to get to this point in their lives to get an opportunity to play in the biggest league in the world. They are not mailing it in so the team that may trade them next year gets a better player. It it just it is not reality. It's not logical. It doesn't make any sense. So so the people that are on social media saying why did he score that goal and why is the why is the coaching not doing this and that and that's first of all that's the front office's job to set them up for failure in that aspect. Mm-hmm. These guys are still going to go out every single night and play for their lives because that's exactly what they're doing. They're playing for their contract next year and years down the road, and it just is what it is. So there's definitely a fine line there, but. It's yeah, I'm off that 100%. Yeah, so like as so last night when I was tweeting the game versus the Flyers, I was tweeting from the artillery account and uh it was Twitter was popping, right? A lot of people were kind of laughing along with the jokes and and as much as I want to see the team lose out the rest of the year because it's going to help this team in the long run, I have you have to respect the shit out of the players knowing the position that they're in in this in this season being dead last, literally dead last. So you have to respect the fact that these guys are coming in night in and night out and giving it 110%. It really, I mean, it, last night's game, these players were, they were playing, man. Like they wanted to win that game. Johnny Gaudreau at the end of that game, was pissed. when he did not get the call he wanted, was pissed. He was yelling at the referee. As he should be. As he should be. And That's I, a nine and a half million dollar contract. And I as love, he should and be. And I love that fucking passion, yeah. man. Like the fact that this guy is going to be a jacket for many, many years to come. And this is a game that does not mean anything and John and Gaudreau was that pissed because he wanted to win I love that man I love the players passions and it's kind of to what piggyback off of what you what you said Tyler like this is their livelihood like they, what just call me Tyler sorry <laughs> Kyler. Kyle Kyler. sorry you both have I mean that's this. okay uh, Tyler's amazing and I'd love yeah, to be yeah, him yeah. I mean I'm okay Anyways, with that but to piggyback what <laughs> he off, didn't even stop that I was didn't the problem. I was just Ready to, I was. I just had something in my head. Now you know, y'all got me distracted. Go ahead. But no, I was just saying, like to piggyback off what you were saying, Kyle. Uh, yeah, these are these players' livelihoods. Like they are trying to make a name for themselves. Some of these players, they're not going to be a part of this team next year, so they are out here trying to prove themselves. So to the I, next team, you know what I mean? Exactly. Like that's exa- yeah, the next team doesn't give a fuck about no. how the Blue Jackets do in the draft lottery. They don't care. And that's not taken into consideration by a lot of the people that are yeah. bitching about this. Yeah. So at the end of the day, like I, I respect the players <laughs> that are putting in the effort and, and, you know, night in, night out in the position that there's, this team is currently in. But at the same time, as a fan, I don't mind the fact that we're losing because kind of what you said, Braden, it's about how the front office sets you up for success. And right now it doesn't seem like they are purposely setting us up for success, but of course it, the injuries no. are definitely and factored that's, in there. Yeah. That's not the problem. So um, yeah. Uh, Blown. Yeah, you, I just blew myself. Is I was that gonna. Okay? That's okay. Sometimes that's kind of impressive. Just, just do what you gotta do. Yeah, 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 yeah. Some something about ribs being removed. You I know, know, it's. It Did we all hear that rumor? Like growing up, I don't know. <laughs> I know there's an age. That's a, that here, was totally a myth. I know it was, but Marilyn like, Manson. Yeah, but like, did we all hear it? Oh yeah, yeah absolutely. absolutely. We heard it. I heard yeah, it. Absolutely. Yeah, absolutely. Yeah. And then we all thought about doing it. 
Yeah, I was like, it'd yeah, be kind of sick. You never went there. You ever thought well, about I doing it? Like, oh, what, what, what if? Never removing my ribs, but I, I mean, thought about maybe. I thought about the, trying to do that though. Yeah, I mean, hey, of course. Hey, you think you're that, that flexible? Well, I, maybe back in the day, <laughs> probably pretty good at it. You know, <laughs> I could get close. <laughs> I mean, back in baseball season, I, me and Eli were stretching partners. And oh my god, we were pretty flexible. Oh my god. <laughs> All right. <laughs> Anyways, uh, that's the last one for on that off that. So yeah. Uh, let's. It's time to get social. We're getting social. It's getting time to social. answer some questions. <laughs> Answering your questions from Twitter, because intern Braden did not put out the call on Instagram. I didn't put it out on Instagram because I didn't know if I was gonna be here, and I don't. You can know. still put it out. Well, I didn't know if you guys still wait. wait. I, I'll put it out right now. No. <laughs> yeah. Uh, we have enough questions. It's fine. Oh yeah, we're good. Uh, we're getting social. <laughs> Oh my god! Somebody asked about another peanut butter and jelly question. <laughs> I think, yeah, we're just going to ignore that one. I would like to answer it. <laughs> yeah, I mean, you didn't answer it last episode. We had three questions last podcast <laughs> about peanut butter and jelly. That's actually that's kind of funny. <laughs> uh, first question from Brian Petro at Smart Guy in a Tie. Uh, Is how he do, in a tie? How do you see our defense and goaltending evolving in the next few seasons? Um, I guess I'll start. I was encouraged by uh, what's his face last night. Um, who? Uh, your check. Oh, his name. Oh. Yeah. Uh, he looked okay. He looked out of place a handful of times, but that's to be expected when you just get dropped into a lineup like all willy nilly. Um, so defensively, I'm not like completely concerned, right? I think offensively, if everybody's healthy and also barring the draft, I think we are in a okay shape. Goaltending is my main concern. Elvis has to turn a corner. He has to get out of this funk. And, you know, I think our team kind of rides or dies on the success of an Elvis or a Tarasov. And Tarasov also has been hurt, too. So if these two guys can't stay healthy and can't get out of their own head, mainly meaning Elvis, we're going to have problems next year again. And then we're not going to be a playoff team. Elvis has to figure it out or Tarasov has to stay healthy to figure out how to be an NHL goalie. So... I guess those are my thoughts there. But offensively, I, I, I am... In terms offensively? Of, I'm starting in, in terms of, like, the forwards. Okay. I am confident there coming ne- coming into next season. Defensively, I think we're on the cusp of being okay, uh, especially with getting Zach back. That's a big a big part. And goaltending, Elvis got to figure it out. Yeah. Uh, I you know, t- Just first off, speaking to your Zach comment, Warinsky, uh, I don't think that's our number one defenseman answer. Like, he's, he's good. Um, I, he's played a, maybe one full season, uh, but he's not like that defensive stalwart that we had with Gavrikov or, or Savard. He's he's kind of holy. But, I mean, look but at... I don't think he hurts having him no, back No, not at all. Don't get me wrong. No. But but, look, look at... Yeah, look at... Uh, Granted, a lot of contributing factors this year. It's hard to pinpoint one, but missing a Zach Rowinski has been pretty yeah, big this you're, year. Yeah, you're right. You're right. I, I'm with you there. I And also, it's been rumored and almost confirmed that Yarmo is... It has been confirmed uh, that Yarmo is looking for a defenseman and a, a second-pairing defenseman to, to to substitute, like to come in for Gavrikov, which is probably going to hey, be hey, Ryan Graves. Hey, hey, hey. Probably gonna be Ryan Graves. If Chicago is trying to go full on rebuild, they're, they're we're trying, not getting Seth Jones. If they're back. trying to double down on the rebuild. We don't have the cap. You for just Seth want Jones. Seth Jones back for his mom. True, M- maybe. But <laughs> Seth, Seth Jones is also but, a better defenseman than Zach Seth, Wierenski. Seth, yeah, no. Seth and Zach 
together all they were one top five pairing in the league at the time. They were at the time, absolutely. Yeah. And that's gone now, and we have to move on from that. And Seth is never coming back, and we have oh, to get used to that. But here's the thing, Seth. He's not. Stop. I know he's not. <laughs> I, I know the realm of possibility is very slim, but uh, I was listening to CBJ on 30, and Bobby Mack had mentioned how Seth Jones said he wished he would have stayed in Columbus. No. When did he say that? I, I don't know, but I he need said to it. F- no way. <laughs> Bobby Mack said hey, that? He, sources Bo- sources Mack, trust me, dude. Bobby Mack said it on CBJ and 30, which may have been the inside edge because they posted that CBJ and 30 or something like that. But it was he had hinted where Seth Jones was kind of like saying, eh, maybe I should have signed in Columbus. Yeah, uh, probably... Uh, I, what could have been, I guess, huh? Because I, well, what? he got, uh, Seth Jones totally got blindsided going into Chicago into yeah. a, an entire rebuild. They, oh, he, he didn't know that was happening. I mean, we, oh, yeah. you kind of could have seen it coming with the age of the superstars that were around there. But anyways, yeah, um, yeah I, I see goaltending and let's go to goaltending with that question. I, yep. I think goaltending, I think Jet Greaves shows a lot of promise right now. Sure. In my opinion, Jet Greaves has played one game with a 940 save percentage. Uh, he looked, looked, looked good. He looked great. He looked yeah. calm, collected. He's a smaller goaltender from what the league standard is today. But uh, I I do think that Jet Greaves could be a surprising guy that comes out of the system. I don't have any faith right now in Elvis, and I do also do not have any faith right now in Daniel Tarasov. Uh, there's, a, there's a lot of people right now in this fan base that think that's our future and i just think that that is not the case uh there's no way that it is in my opinion i think jet greaves is the best chance for our future right now or you go get something somebody in free agency or make a trade somewhere that's that's kind of where we're at with that i think yeah defensively i mean we have guys coming back our our defensive prospect pool is deep we should be we should be okay on defense next season offensively as well our forwards we should be okay um, I don't know if that puts us in the playoffs come next season, but I think we will. We're if everyone stays healthy, we will be significantly, significantly a lot better team. Kevin Hayes is coming in. He's going to be our number two center probably. We're going to have a number one Fantilli uh, is who I'm thinking we're going to get. We'll start out as a number four, number three center, which is fine. He'll move up to that to that point eventually. Um, Bedard also, if we got him, would start out as a number three, number four, and move up to that point. Man, I don't know. I, I feel like that that side of the puck, the defensive and goaltending side of the puck, has so much work to do. And that starts. That also goes back to coaching as well. You have to find a coach that's, sure. gonna, that's going to throw an, an like a regiment, like Torts did with the with the preseason, with the training yeah. camp and everything, and getting these guys ready for the season. We got to figure out a way to keep these guys out. Yeah, clearly didn't work this year, right? Like what? I, I don't know what the training regimen is, and, and maybe you could chalk it up with just you know freak accidents. I don't know, but like, god damn, man, we got to figure out a way to keep this yeah. whole team healthy next year because as soon as one guy goes down, everybody's just gonna uh, Twitter's gonna be just an uproar. Like, oh, here we go again, and which we very well could go, but I don't know. Next question. All right, you got one, Bravo. I think I got one. Um. From Dan Groen at Dan Groen 16. What should we do with our late first round pick from the Kings? Should we trade it, draft any particular position, or just go best player available? Um, so it, it came out like last week, right before we actually recorded on our podcast. Uh, Yarmo had mentioned how he was looking to actively shop it and trade it for a defenseman. Uh, basically for a Gavard Cobb type player. I think that um, pick is going to go for Ryan Graves from New yeah. Jersey. I think, yeah, I think that's what's going to happen with that. That or Kevin Hayes, one of the two. I don't see Kevin Hayes going for a first rounder. 
to no. be honest. At his age and no, if, big if guy, he six did, five. Would... Kevin Hayes is six five. He's a big center. He's like a PLD type, but bigger. Um, maybe not as skilled, but that that pick, that LA pick, is not going to be picked by the Blue Jackets. They are going to trade that for yeah. either Ryan Graves or Kevin Hayes. I think it's so. Be one like, of those two. Yeah, like for me, like listen, we are guaranteed a top three pick. We're not go- yet. Yep. Don't jinx it. Not yet. Well, we sh- we have if to all come things, in last. You if all to, things go right and how they should, you have to lose uh, out. Have yeah. to lose out. We have to lose out. We cannot beat Pittsburgh. We cannot beat Buffalo. Two games left. We cannot fuck this up. Uh, but if we're yeah, if we're guaranteed, you know, a top three pick. Um, I think yeah, I think that that L.A. Kings pick does go towards something to benefit us with a with the NHL with the NHL ready now player uh, in mm. terms of a defenseman. I think is kind of where it's going to go. Yeah. So. I agree with you guys. Yeah, I think you said all that needs to be said on that. <laughs> yeah, that's. I mean, that's what's going to happen. Is that those things? Intern Bryson's having too too many high noons over there. No, I just I don't like. There's no point in beating a dead <laughs> horse. Uh, I, I agree. With Big high noon guy over there. Uh, no, there was, I was like, trying to. The weather got nice today. Yeah, the shades guy, on. Uh, yeah, yeah. Shades on. I had to try them. Dave Portnoy. I wish I could be Dave Portnoy. Yeah. Right. No, and there was there was sometimes on that off eh, that maybe not always. You're right. Yeah, sometimes yeah, no, you're right. Yeah. On that off that. Uh, oh yeah, actually no, I just kidding. Kyle said like seven things that I wanted to say, and I was just kind of like, well, I'm sorry. I'm sorry. Hey, don't apologize. We should have done a snake draft. Maybe I should have went the other way around. A snake draft. <laughs> you're right. I'll ask this next question, and then <laughs> you can answer. No, first. no, I've already answered first. Everyone like you. Oh, you're right. Well, then matter. answer. Then say your points the first time. All right. Yes, yeah, stupid. Shut up. Next question. Did we answer all that one? By correctly? the way, you see, I quote tweeted Pastor Matt today. I did see it. Yeah. He texted me. He said, "Was that Jordan?" I said, "Yeah, probably." <laughs> yeah, yeah. Uh, all from the artillery. That's his yeah, Pastor Matt. He said, uh, what, "What?" It was like something like, "Do you think we could get away without playing?" With do you think we could get away with playing without a goalie next season? Yeah. Oh yeah, I saw and, that tweet. And Jordan that's was like, "We basically been doing it all year." That's Matt in, McCloskey. That's yeah. intern intern Brevin's dad. Intern Brevin's dad. Pastor <laughs> nice. Matt. Yep, Pastor Matt. Uh, all right. Next. Oh, oh my God! Also, I lost shout out Pastor Matt. Saw you at the Otterbein baseball game. Also, I saw Aaron. Yep, Aaron's a saint. That is my mom. Yep. Next question from Warren Peace at Warpat. Friend of the pod, I think. Uh, part of the pod, maybe? I don't know. Sometimes. House hunting right now, I think. Uh, they're, they're slippery, those houses. Yeah. You gotta, <laughs> he, clearly, he's not having a good day, or he's having a great day if he's tweeting at us. But. Uh, if you could fight any historical figure, who would you fight and why? Oh, boy. That's well, a, good a one. This is a toughie. Oh, my God. Any, any historical, historical figure... figure uh, let's go from like let let's let's narrow this down a little bit then like so like not Hitler exactly well, that's that, that I think that's a historical figure yeah, but I wasn't like, sure how political not, yeah not that that's like political he was just a dick yeah uh, no totally yeah uh, I would classify maybe a little more than a dick <laughs> well, yes that too uh, evil I think is what I would <laughs> yeah yeah I'd say that's a bet he was word. evil dick tater evil um, evil dick isn't that like an actual person evil dick. Oh, no, it's a Big Brother contestant. Never mind. Keep going. Okay. I've okay. never watched that show. I'm not a 13-year-old girl. If I had to girl. fight any historical figure... Oh, my God. Uh, <laughs> no, I'm not going to say that. <laughs> you could go so many ways with this. Oh, that could get bad. I would fight... I don't know. I don't even know, man. I don't even... I, <laughs> let me think about it for a second. I don't know. I, this is tough. It is tough. Hmm. I don't know why my first thought went to 
but I don't know who the, I don't know the person's name. Oh, it's more so the politician that banned cocaine from Coca Cola. Oh yeah, that guy. That guy could go fuck off because I I feel like <laughs> what? I feel like everybody was that having. That reminds a, me of that scene from Sunny. It's always Sunny. No, you told me get addicted to cocaine. <laughs> Not that I like enjoy cocaine, but like I feel like the whole world was probably a happier, better place. I oh, doesn't enjoy like th- there was actively yeah, there was active cocaine in Coca Cola. I mean, come on. Yeah, it got it got the people going. It got the, get people the people going. going. I mean. I'd, if I'd be, I had to fight one guy in history, it would be the the government figurehead. I don't know his name off the top of my head, but it is this is a fact that banned weed like it was illegal because they didn't like people from south of the border. Hmm. Like those people, like the, the government people that banned weed because they were racist. Okay. I want to fight that guy. That's fine. I, I'm because down. That's fucking crazy. I mean, I'm down to fight racism. Yeah, absolutely. Yeah. Any day of the week. No, I want to fight care. that guy who was super <laughs> racist because they wanted to keep America that way. Yeah. Is that? And it also is came that too much. And it no, also I think that's fair. we can like do a whole conspiracy episode. Not really a conspiracy, but like a <laughs> they also like banned weed because you know it, it would imprison like half the population, which then fed into the pockets of all these corrupt politicians. That so. is absolutely correct. Yeah, so we privatized I mean, yeah. prisons yeah. right yeah. now. Yeah, so fucking. fuck that guy. Uh, there is a quote from a government figurehead that says, "We knew what we were doing yeah. when we banned oh, weed sure in the forties, thirties, twenties. I don't remember the actual it, date. It was around the forties. No, I think it was. I think it was later than that because I think it was around the time they banned like." Psychedelics like LSD and all that. Yeah. It was like it was early, early so. nineteen hundred. It was early. So right now, me, was it? me and yeah. Kyle want to fight the guy who took cocaine out of Coca Cola <laughs> and the guy who banned weed. Fuck you, guy. Fuck Randy, you, your, guy. Your turn. How outlandish can these historical figures be? Uh, as far go as you want to go, buddy. Out. I'd fight Bigfoot just to see if he's real. Uh, well, he is real. We already did a podcast on that. The, yeah. Oh yeah. Fuck. Hold on. Like, no, never mind. Let like, me take this back. Like Let me take three that back. years ago, we had a Bigfoot expert. Um, our summer series, our summer conspiracy series, series. Because how much conspiracy? It was a four. It was like a Joe Rogan. It was a four-hour episode. Um, I don't really have. It's hard. Like it's hard to narrow down to one. Yeah, that's, um, that's a great question. That is a phenomenal question. Mothman. Mothman. Warren, Warren, uh, the maybe. Loveland, the Loveland Frog Monster from Ohio. Never heard of that. Never heard of that one. No. What about right. the actual Lake Erie monster? That's why they're Loch named Ness the monster. No, the Lake Erie monster. There's a Lake Erie monster. That's why the monsters are named the monsters because there was this legend has it there was this monster in Lake Erie. Huh? That's, yeah, I didn't know that. Hand to Bible. Hand to Bible. Yeah, I didn't yeah. know that. But yeah, I don't know. All right. I guess that. Uh, I think so. I guess. Lame. Dude, it's hard to narrow down. Well, just it pick is. one. We, well, yeah, he asked it so quick. And to be fair, I don't, I don't even know the name of my historical. Yeah, at least just, I had a name for mine. All right, fine. Bigfoot. You want to fight Bigfoot? He's real. He exists. All right. Um. Uh. Next question. Yeah, I'm from trying to Jay find Young one. I don't have one. Anonymous. Uh, one player you think is a long shot to start next year, and one player you'd like not to see in Columbus next year. What a good! That's also a very good question, Kyle. Let's start with you because I gotta think. One I feel player like off the top I, of your head, you already have things. You think is a long shot? Uh, I'm gonna say Connor Den- Bedard, Denton Matejuk. Okay, um, he is a good defenseman. That is yeah. a top pick for the team, a uh, top half first rounder. 
uh, that should come in and produce, but I don't know that he'll be ready next year. My other one was also Jordan Dumay. Uh, yeah, it's just for him. I feel like it comes down to size, and that's kind of a thing that Jack well, always struggled. I don't know. I know. Gotta, he's about the same size as Goudreau. I know. Yeah, I don't know about all that. But and then one player I'd like not to see in Columbus next year is say it. It's El- probably say it. Oh, oh, say it. Elvis Mercedes. <laughs> all right. I think it's time to buy that guy out and move on. Yeah, it's time. We bought out Alexander Winberg. After My, like four years. Yeah. Five Elvis years. Elvis is going on like his fourth or now. Three. This will be All his right. third or second. Third oh, or fourth. Yeah. Whatever. Uh, A guy. You didn't give your uh, who you. What was the second part of that question? No, it was a guy you don't want to see in Seabus. He said Elvis. Oh, who was the guy you want to. I didn't. Who I think he, is a long shot to make yeah, the team is Matea Chuck. Okay. Matea Chuck. Got it. I misheard the, the order of that. Uh, a guy I do not want to see back in Columbus and a guy I have not wanted to see in Columbus in many, many years is your favorite player of all time, Brady. Emil Bemstrom. Get him out of here. I wouldn't say favorite of all time. I just like him. All right. I don't want him in here. Bye-bye. I would say... Bye-bye. <sighs> Bye-bye. Up until about right when we started this podcast, I would say Rosovic, but... Well, oh, that's what we... What do you mean? Yeah, do some research. That's Bob. what I'm saying. You stupid. Dude, baseball takes up a lot of my time right now. I haven't been able to keep up as All much right. as I should It'll take me 15 have. seconds to look up hockey reference and see the points. It'll take me 15 seconds to knock that hat off your head. 15? I could do like two. <laughs> no, you can't. No, you can't. <laughs> uh, you can't do it. A, a, a long shot to make the team or like to be on the team next season. Uh, Connor Bedard. Yeah, that's a good. That's, <laughs> yeah, I mean, I mean, there's right. a 75% Damn. chance that he won't be on the <laughs> team right. next year. That's my answer, and I'm sticking to it. That's a good answer, actually. Yeah. So. Okay. Next question. Um. Well, you got. Do you? Are you gonna answer that question? Oh, I would say long shots probably fix Wolanski. Just given. I mean, yeah. I think missing a meeting definitely kind of sets you down. Yeah, the, I think that sets you down the ladder. I think they send a message and they get over it. But when the roster, I will, but I will say, say when the full roster's healthy, yes, I don't know how much he plays up here next year. Yeah, no, you're not wrong. You're not wrong. That is a good point because they we have we are very forward heavy. Yeah, and that is a problem. Like coming into training camp, like I would love to see what Fix Wolanski could do. Like you know, healthy with you know full. I mean, he's oh, he's healthy, but with the yeah. you know. Come with a healthy roster. It'll be interesting out of training camp if he can make it out. Yeah, I, I would so, say yeah. he's the long shot. Somebody I would like to not see. I'm, I, Kyle already put it out in the air. I'm, I'm going to say Elvis. I'll Elvis. be honest. Yeah, fair. I don't know. I I might go back on my Elvis thing. Oh, my God. I think that there's a possibility that he could come out next season after a good off season and kind of figure shit out. I think he's a good goaltender. I, I do. He, he showed that to us before. And yeah. I believe that there's a chance that he could come out and do that thing again, but I hope so. I listen. I am rooting for Elvis's success. I'm not rooting for Elvis's downfall. I want him to be a successful goaltender. Well, of course, because as long team. as he's good and if we're he's a good, good team, the team's good. Like, exactly. I, there's there's no way around it. I'm not here as an Elvis hater. I'm just seeing what I have seen the past couple of years, and I have been unimpressed. And I need him to figure it something out to become better, figure out this funk, get out of this funk, and go back to the goaltender that we all knew you to be when you first came in and how you got that contract. Maybe a little overpayment, but we got you in this contract, so figure it out. Come on, Elvis. I'm rooting for you. But Moin. I got Moin. All right. You have another question? Do you have a question, actually, this time? Uh, yeah, I was going to either ask... Uh, you know, I'll go with this one. 
uh, from Donald Bradner at Sir Don the Seventh. What's your favorite arena that you've been to outside of Columbus? What's top on your list of arenas to attend a game at for the first time? So I would say, like, hand to God, I've only been to, like, six arenas. Like, I haven't been to many. Hand to God, I think I've been to one. That's more than <laughs> most, I think. Oh, no, two. I, was, I can't remember the name. I've you, been to Detroit. Yeah. You say that, but it, that like, six is a lot. It's yeah. a lot more than most. Well, yeah, like, yeah. I, I'm within driving a reasonable driving distance of nation, of Columbus. Uh, but of the ones I've been to, that I've, in terms of overall environment, nightlife, like, excitement in the arena, I go Nashville. Yeah. Nashville yeah, was fair. a blast. And I granted, put Nashville like, up there. You know, I'm a big country music fan, so it also helps when I walk out and, like, the most legendary bars are on Broadway, and you can walk yeah. in anyone and have a great time. But also the arena experience, the fans there are just rabid, and, like, they're, they're it's, a, it's a fun vibe. And, yeah, I like I like the whole Nashville. I like Bridgestone Arena. And knowing that every CMT awards is in the, in the very seat that I could be set, be sitting in, Garth Brooks could have sat in, ah. accepting an award. Ah, where probably you're sitting, sit, I think he's high up for that. Yeah, I know. Yeah. I, was, I was way up top. I was going to say, I think he's a little closer to the stage. <laughs> probably, yeah. Uh, my favorite arena that's not Columbus is uh, probably Florida Panthers Arena in Sunrise, Florida. You have sp- spoke very highly of that arena. That place is awesome. It's a beautiful yeah. arena. Uh, it's put together well. It's in a, it's in a weird part of town. Uh, yeah. When it comes to Miami, but like that's the only place I think they could put it. Um, but it's kind of out in the middle of nowhere. But that means there's good parking, and you kind of get to the arena really easy. Maybe a little tailgate action. A little tailgate it's, it's like action. A lot. Uh, we walked right in. We didn't have any issues. And the in the arena itself is gorgeous. You know what we should do? You know how like obviously like downtown Columbus around the arena, there's maybe like one or two open lots that can house like thirty cars each. We should do a tailgate in the parking garage. I think so. I think it's a great idea. I think we just, like, one game, we just pick it. We do a tailgate in, in a, a parking, parking garage. In a parking garage. Mm-hmm. There are CPD that, like, yeah, we'll talk about it. Yeah, we'll it. talk about it. Yeah. Have you ever been to another arena besides Columbus? I think I've been to Little Caesars in Detroit. Yeah, yeah I think it's pretty dope. I, I was going to say when I've, my grandfather was a Detroit Red Wings fan, so I think yeah. I may have been there when I was younger, and I'm not quite remembering well, it's, it's, as well. Wow, that's but. only like a four year old arena, so you probably weren't. Yeah, definitely not so there. So maybe then. you were. You went to the Joe. Yeah, you went to the that Joe. one. Yeah, the Joe. Yeah, Joe. Lewis. I was at yeah. the Joe then. Yeah. Smell bad. Smell like feet. Like I said, I was very young, so I can't really give you <laughs> any <yeah>. concrete <laughs> memories. It's, it's essentially the Fairgrounds Coliseum, like times, like three. That was the uh-huh. Joe. That was Joe Lewis Arena. Like it was a dump. But there was so much history, yeah. Because it was the Red Wings. It was like you know you had to respect it when you walked in. But it was a shithole. But yeah, you Little got, Caesars. Yeah, Little Caesars only been around for like four years. But that that yeah. arena is fantastic. That's what I've heard. But yeah, holds a lot of people. All right, you got another one. Last question uh, from Tyler Scott at Tyler underscore Scott. Other friend of the pod. <laughs> Big part of the pod. Little, little, little boomer. I didn't. Little, I'm little, not gonna. Little. I'm not gonna say it the way Warren does. Because that's, that's, that's not my job. You don't have to, yeah. You, you can't say it. Uh, what are you doing for my birthday this year? Well, when's your birthday? His birthday is April 23rd. Well, what do you <laughs> want to do? Uh, we, well, we should ask him. We should throw a big old birthday bash for the boy. All right. Okay, I'm cool with that. I'll be there. Yeah, we'll do a birthday bash for the boy at some bar somewhere. Our some bar. Some bar somewhere. Some bar. All right, I'm cool with that. Somewhere. All right.
Oh, I really that was quick. Sorry, I didn't, hold on. My let me, God. Let me yeah, fade, fade it out. Let me have some class. Fade yeah, out. what are we doing here? Sorry. I thought I was fading it as I was hitting it, but I didn't. I thought you were that. fading it as you just hit the button to turn yeah. it off. Yeah. Crushed it. Maybe next time you do the board, Braden. You've been telling me all season, then you just put it in front of you. I know. I just, I just like, I like to be in control. That's fair. Like, I don't like other people driving. I want to drive. It's fair. But I'm the same way. Yeah. All right. Well, we're done with this episode. Yeah. Episode uh, 245. Great, great. Happy boys. We did a good job. I had I a think, great time. I think we did a good job. Um, I will say this, though. Hypothetically, do you think this is the best episode ever? I think that's a hypothetically <laughs> that's a big question. If this episode were a Blue Jackets player, I would give it my number. I think so too. I really <laughs> do. Hypothetically. Hypothetically. On a puck. On a puck. Maybe on a hypothetically. Maybe on my stick. A hockey maybe, stick. You're, oh, okay. Hockey okay, stick. okay, okay. Maybe okay. I would I put my number on my yeah. stick and, and give it to the it to episode hypothetically. Yeah. hypothetically. Hypothetically. Hypothetically speaking. And then post it on Twitter. <laughs> hypothetically. Hypothetically. Yeah. And then get mad about the backlash hypothetically. Yeah. On episode 246, we'll let you hypothetically know how that goes. <laughs> so. Source? The people are hot. It's attractive. It's fun to watch that part of it, but the acting is garbage. Yeah, I think that's the garbage. point of it, though. But like, I think it's also, supposed to be a, like an immature teen drama. Well, no, yeah. it is. But like, there's Fair moments. Enough. There's moments in the show that are meant to be completely serious, where I just bust out laughing. Right. Oh, that's, yes. <laughs> oh no, I I will say I watched the third season. Are you guys? Do you guys? Are you gonna watch I, it? I Fuck watched. No. I started. Sarah, I Sarah's started, dad dies okay. for like the third time, but he actually dies. Oh. And it's like this big thing, but the way he died, I was just like, you can see it coming. Like they wrote it on the wall and said, "Here." Yeah. Is Sarah's dad? I I stopped watching. Ward. Like, he's um. He tried to kill John B in the first season. Is he the one that like owned the boat that John B was the like maintenance guy on? Yes. Okay. He. Yeah. He's the guy from Nashville. Also the guy from whose, whose line, line is, is it anyway? anyway? Did they yeah. ever? Did they ever find the treasure and get rich? This time they did. In the third season, they did. They finally find it. Yeah, and, and then, now, but then everybody's looking for them now because they got the treasure. No, right? hold on. This I'm not watching the fourth season because here's what happened. So they get faint. They find the city of gold. Right. Um, El Dorado like underground under the water. No, it was oh. it's like deep in the. I, fuck it. So they find like a piece of it, and it flashes to like I think a year later, and they're famous and all this, and like they're at some convocation or whatever for it and they're like meeting at a table they're like hanging out like oh yeah having drinks they're still 19 years old um although some, they're 32 in real life yeah no only the dude that plays john b is like damn near 40 he's no he's not he's like 32 like he's that's actually not damn near 40 he's close enough that's a, you're on the other side you're on the other side of 30 but um but anyway this dude in a bow tie nice. walks up he's like i need to find this treasure i need to find this treasure you guys are the people to help me do it and they're like going through, he like opens it up. It's like this ship captain's log, like a manuscript. And as a joke in my head, I'm like, Blackbeard. And the dude goes, um, whatever his, his real name, John, something Teague, Edward Teague. And he's like, Blackbeard. I went, yeah, I'm not watching season four. I said, that's so terrible. I know Blackbeard from the Outer Banks. Like from the real Outer Banks, because that's Pirate Blackbeard. Oh, yeah. He was like, that was his hideout was the Outer Banks. Yeah, I know. Like that's probably the why long... they're going to bring him in. Yeah. 
Because like Ocracoke Island, where me, Eli, and Nicole go every year, oh, that was yeah. that was Blackbeard's. You ever looked at his treasure? No, but there's a giant um, treasure store, but I don't think that's where it's at. It's like Blackbeard's chest, and but I don't think that's. You where found it. it. I found it. Good job, buddy. <laughs> right yeah. when I got on the island, you I did found it. it. Okay. Did you record any of that? 